but make it Hallmark. We're on our fourth week of Miracles of Christmas and countdown to Christmas. And I just gotta ask, how are you feeling, Fatty? Chingai, for the first time, I can say I'm pretty freaking good. Oh, great. <laughs> You can hear it in our voices, everyone. We are so excited to talk about this week's movies. So let's just get those mistletoe misses out <laughs> of the way so we can <laughs> talk about the good stuff. Let's start with A Holiday in Harlem, starring Olivia Washington, Will Adams, and Tina Lifford. After her grandmother, Mama Belle, turns away her usual gift delivery, expecting presents over presents, jet-setting executive Jasmine heads uptown to Harlem for a quick visit. I did not have any expectations for a holiday in Harlem. And then when it started with the Louis Armstrong song and, you know, Harlem, I was like, okay, okay, maybe this is good. It wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, it, <laughs> Uh, it, it was very in the Heights. Mm. I know in the Heights is like a totally different community, but it was like about the town coming together, rallying, you know, for people who want to do better. But uh, you know what? This, this fell flat for me. There is no shortage of best friends <laughs> in the Hallmark <laughs> Cinematic Universe. And you know what? If you're going to do it, do it right. This one did not do it right. I don't know what they're trying to do with like organizer <laughs> Jasmine. She she was I'm sorry, she was quite forgettable and you know, she just this whole movie just lacked charisma. Yeah. There was we had like a fake Gina Rodriguez <laughs> with a with a guy's sister. Uh, there was a yoga injury in the YMCA and you know what? That's all I remember. Uh, I like the scoring, I like the OST. That's that's it. That's it. That's all I you know what say. I love is that you actually know the scoring and the um, OSD. Girl, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing stuck with me here. I, I didn't even like any secondary yeah, characters. Yeah, that's the issue. Okay, guys, let's be clear. I love diversity. I'll be clear. However, I still think there is some baseline level of aspiration for Hallmark <laughs> movies, we want a fantasy, I guess, in a, in, a, in a certain way, some escapism. And for some reason, this leading lady just wasn't it for me. And guys, I love Elvina August. I've loved many a diverse star that is an, a Caucasian actress. So, like, come on, we love representation. We've said it before. I think they could have gone with a completely different actress and I would have been better. How can they do this better? Can they just never do this again? Can they never attempt a half-ass movie? It felt half-ass to me. It's like, okay, what? We're, we're missing one? Okay, just do this. Like, that's how it felt to me. And I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm drunk now. Yes, I am. But that's not the point. The point is I was totally sober watching this movie and I just couldn't find enjoyment in it. And what is a Hallmark movie if not but a place to enjoy? So yeah, sorry. Mistletoe Miss. Moving on. <laughs> I love it when Chingai keeps me accountable and just moves us right along. And with that, I will introduce our next countdown to Christmas movie from the Hallmark Channel called Open by Christmas, starring Alice and Sweeney, 
Brennan Elliott, Erica Durans, and Michael Carl Richards. When Nikki finds an unopened Christmas card from a high school secret admirer, she and her best friend Simone search to find and thank the anonymous author. What that synopsis is missing is all the other crazy subplots of this movie. Let me get it out of the way. If you guys have listened to any previous podcasts, we mentioned an actor, he who shall not be named, and we are still confused. Honestly, I want to whisper it so that others can't hear. <laughs> We're confused because last year we loved Brad and Elliot in um, Christmas in Vienna. Christmas in and Vienna. We tagged him in some Instagram story, and then we got blocked. We don't know why. And with that, we still are holding a grudge. However, <laughs> I tried. I tried coming into this movie with an open mind. And Allison Sweeney surprised us with Good Morning Christmas last year. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet. This just fell short for me. One, what were the good points for me? I don't know. I guess the fact that they tried to diversify the stories, there were like two main kind of storylines. There was the best friend and her trying to find a house, which was connected into Alison Sweeney's storyline and the secret admirer who happened to be like the broker on the house or whatever. So, okay, cool. We're trying to make it like convoluted, complicated, whatever. It didn't work. It did not work for me. Sure, am I harboring feelings that were been blocked by some guy? Yeah, maybe. But... Even for me, the chemistry between Allison and Brennan just wasn't up to par. These are normally two actors who paired with other actors have driven results for us. So I think this is maybe a one-off, maybe. I think maybe Mark Bucas brought out the best in Allison Sweeney and maybe Vienna deluded us into what was great about Sir Elliot. So yeah, I can't really think of like things that I want to praise, however... I'll give it to them for just trying. There was effort. I could tell there was effort. It wasn't lazy, but there was too much going on. And we've said this for many a Hallmark movie. We're consistent in this. They could have kept it a lot simpler. There were too many storylines to take note of. There wasn't a memorable secondary character for me. The child was kind of annoying. So maybe remove one storyline. Maybe the one with the guy that blocked us. I don't know. I don't know, Shingai. What are your thoughts? I admire your objective. <laughs> at least your attempt at it, but... Because, like, I was less objective um, in my comments about this. Like, I watched this. I, I like giving movies a 1x watch. Ooh. But, like, halfway through, I was texting <laughs> you and you just said, you know what? Just, just watch it at 2x. So, that's what I did. I didn't even watch half of it anymore. Um, and, you know what? It's not because <laughs> I, I'm holding a grudge. It's not. I usually like the secondary storylines, yeah. but Erica Durant's being a helicopter mom just triggered <laughs> something in me. I could not. You're right. The kid was annoying, but I, I couldn't tell anymore. Like, who was being more annoying, the kid or her, the helicopter mom? I just couldn't. It, it was just taking over the entire movie. I couldn't. The best part of this movie for me is that they had a scene in a Mexican <laughs> restaurant and and okay Yay. I love Mexican food and <laughs> after that I I sped it to 2x and yeah 
Brandon Elliot's gonna have to do a, a lot. lot to, you know, repair the damage that's been done. Cause like, wow. How the mighty have fallen. I I, I have no. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Shanghai, for um, supplementing my uh, meager commentary. Because honestly, I'm I'm trying to be generous. It's Christmas, guys. We gotta be generous with ourselves. These were mistletoe misses, but guys, spoiler alert, for the first time in 2021 Countdown to Christmas History, we've got two, two slated movies, so when we're back, you're gonna hear those that slept us away on Butt Naked Home. We're back. Welcome to But Make It Hallmark. We are still counting down to Christmas with the offerings from both Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And guys, for the first time this season, we actually have two movies where we didn't just feel like, oh wow, that was the best of the four. These were good movies, and we're so excited to share them with you. I will start with Countdown to Christmas's offering. My Christmas Family Tree, starring Amy T. Garden, James Tupper, and none other than Mr. Hallmark himself, Andrew Walker. When Vanessa receives the results from her Family Tree DNA test, she discovers a family she didn't know existed and travels to their home for Christmas. This is Vanessa, my daughter, your sister. It says I have a paternal match. Hi. The father she didn't know she had. How about you come spend Christmas holidays with us? And the family she always wanted. I can tell how much this family means to you. But the holidays are full of surprises. Are you okay? It seems there's been a mix-up with your results. The Christmas gods like have Christmas heard us. We tree. asked for a great Andrew Walker Christmas movie. And they delivered from the moment. Okay, let me start with the tropes. What tropes? This was an adoption gone crazy. Hallmark has not ventured into DNA testing, or at least I can't remember, in the recent... Last year they did with a Jewish movie. Yeah, but that was like a streakly one. That was dramatic. This one felt lighter. Okay, I will amend that. Mm -hmm. Hallmark hasn't hasn't done a light-hearted DNA test movie. They did do it last year with our Jewish movie with Ben Savage and Mia Kirshner, and that was a cute one, to be fair. And you know what? I'm still falling for it second time around. Amy T. Garden <laughs> discovers that she's having her full life in the big city and discovers that she is actually, like, her father exists and he has a new family. And guess what? She, he seems nice. They're going to meet each other. I love that they made the family. Obviously, this is homework. They made him so wonderful. James Tupper played that dad role so well. I wanted him to be my dad. I wanted to discover that this was his family. Seeing his chemistry with his family with his wife who was in it with him and didn't want to like be like oh who's this other you know child you have i i loved that the the kids were naturally annoyed and moody in the beginning because yeah you discover you have a sister what the fuck is this they're not going to be welcome wagon and they portrayed it quite nicely and then fell for amy t garden quite easily because who wouldn't the casting was perfect if you need someone to match Andrew's amazing skills, <laughs> Andrew Walker has these skills. He's Mr. Hallmark for a reason. And Amy T. Garden really brought it. She has this like little something, something about her that's like you can't help but want to root for her. 
her Winterfest movie at the start of this year. Yes, the yes, uh, or was it the start of this year or maybe two years ago with Michael Reedy when she was just saying yes to everything. She's delightful. And the first time she, we see Andrew Walker come on screen when he picks her up at the airport, you know it's going to be a good movie. We get all the Andrew Walker looking over the fireplace, looking yeah. over the table, <laughs> looking at you, smiling. I'm falling for your daughter. Can I ask her out? Oh, my God. And then, of course, spoiler alert, everyone, that she discovers halfway through the movie or a third way through the movie that she's not actually the daughter or there's a mix-up. And then by the end, naturally, all's well that ends well. She spawned everyone over. Hurdles jump. Yay, yay, yay. Andrew Walker loves me. We're together now. I loved it. I loved it so much. I don't care how tropey it is. It was amazing. He can look at me over a dinner table any time of the week. I felt everything. This felt Christmas. This felt family. This felt romance. Andrew Walker, you've done it again. Finally. <laughs> Finally, Andrew Walker gets a Christmas movie that's worth watching. You know what I love? That his name was Chris. (laughs) So, like, in my head, (laughs) he joins the ranks of the Hollywood Chris's. Because, honestly, with his skills of the the Andrew Walker look over TM (laughs) is at an all-time high. Like, we've been robbed. Of this Andrew Walker look over over the Christmas movie runs yes. that we've had, and finally we get it with his like half unbuttoned <laughs> shirt, even if it's winter. Him as a Funko is always gonna be good. And oh my God, Patty, we finally get like you know eating the popcorn with the looks and and you know cooking the s'mores. Finally, we get we get this. The scenes that we've been missing for a year now, um, and his lines, his, his lines. lines, like I, I mean, you, you're you're just gonna say yes. And okay, I, I've been fawning over Andrew Walker for far too long. Amy T. Garden is just as delightful yes. as him. So you know good. what? Like she can she can do like she can do someone you root for, yes. but like there's the sadness in her that comes with her being. You know, a foster kid, and <laughs> sorry, I'm not laughing. And I love that that her mom, her mom. You know, they had this like conflict about like, oh, he called her Trish yeah, or Trish, Patty, yeah. and she calls him. Anyway, I love that they used our name. Patricia. <laughs> 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 it's neither here nor there, but like that. That's just an additional point for this movie. My Christmas family tree gave us what we've been yearning for for so many weeks now. And yeah, thank God. I don't know if it was on purpose. Like, we waited this <laughs> long for, to, drop this, to drop this gem of a movie. But, but, well, whatever it is, it worked because, like, we have been thirsty for this. Thank God. The only thing, there's just one thing <laughs> that I did not like, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me here. I just, I, I did not like her best friend. Who looked like Megan Markle? <laughs> I did not like her giving bad advice. What kind of advice was that, best friend? Are you out to ruin Amy T. Garden's life? Anyway, that aside, this was a perfect movie. I loved it so much. Thank you for calling out the Megan Markle resemblance. <laughs> I've erased her existence from my memory uh, for those who know I wanted to marry Prince Harry, but anyway, 
that's not a story. The story here is that this was a perfect movie, almost perfect, 99.9% perfect. And we are just so grateful that the Hallmark gods had finally come to their senses. May this be the plot twist we have been waiting for the entire season, four weeks in, because we needed this. We needed to know they still had it, and who to better prove that to us than Andrew motherfucking Walker, the king of Hallmark movies. Oh, and guys, we forgot to fucking mention Tyler Hines makes a cameo as this guy that serves yeah. freaking hot chocolate two seconds. And I tweeted about it. And it has been the most liked right. thing we have on our Twitter. Because Tyler Hines, clean shaven, wearing an apron, serving me anything is serving me looks. He looks so good. We want that Tyler I love like this insider secret kind of thing going on. We love Tyler Hines, okay? So like, yeah. Great bonus. We love him and we love this movie. Clearly slayed it and we can't wait for more. Thank you, Hallmark Movies, for finally bringing it because movies and mysteries have been carrying this entire season. And guess what? They continue this week. Yeah, this week we have One December Night starring Peter Gallagher. Welcome to the HCU. Bruce Campbell, Eloise Mumford, and Brett Dalton. Two music managers must put their history aside to oversee the televised reunion performance of their rock star fathers with a fractured past. After multiple gold records, Steve Bedford and Mike Sullivan are calling it quits. Those songs brought me nothing but trouble. The biggest music duo of all time. Let me guess, no word for Mike. Hey, Dad. Gets the biggest do-over of a lifetime. The network says no show if you guys don't do one December night. The show must... Don't say it. Oh. Sandy Cohen. <laughs> Let's just say Sandy Cohen. Patty and I ha- did a did a rewatch of the yes. OC season one earlier this year. And so Peter Gallagher is Fresh. like very present in our consciousness and... I'm so happy that they didn't give him like a a lackluster movie. They gave him a Peter Gallagher worthy movie. One December Night was so well done. Everything just clicked. The story was done so cleanly. Eloise Mumford and Brett Dalton were perfect as the kids trying to parent trap their warring (laughs) fathers. Okay. And I love like how how as like aging musicians, I I love all the all the tropes that they tackled from you know like the the billboard <laughs> the billboard lists and and the album covers and you know the the photoshopping was so much fun. It was really done well, and I like the overlapping storylines. You know we talked about this in Open by Christmas how when you try to do too many mm. things, it just it just falls apart. But this was done so well and you did not feel at all that there were too many things going on. So we have the storyline with, with the two dads and then we have the thing, the romance brewing with, between the two and none was, not, neither one was more important than the other. Like they gave equal attention to both and married them so well. I love plot lines with dads and you know grandfather types and you know 
uh, it was kind of heartbreaking that they they brought in dementia into this. But I mean, of course they do, right? It's it's movies and mysteries, yeah. so we're always gonna get that angle. But it, it only it only sweetens the deal when the two finally come together in the end. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling this for everyone, but of course we know what's gonna happen, yeah. right? They they make peace. And when they sing the song <laughs> One December Night at the end, I was crying because like you're just so happy to see them on stage and performing together and I'm getting goosebumps and and <sighs> thank you, Miracles of Christmas. This was really like a miracle. <laughs> I cannot go this episode without mentioning the fact that this movie was directed by Claire Niederpruem. I hope I said her name correctly because this woman has given us hit after fucking hit. Like, she did The Christmas Bowl last year, which I absolutely adored. She did mm. In the Key of Love with Laura and the gang. And she has just been giving us the Hallmark movies that are of crazy quality. And so when I saw that she was going to be directing her own Christmas movies here, my expectations were high. Brett Dalton is charming as fuck, but he can also go, like, when he did the writer movie with Bethany Joy Lenz, I was a bit like, mm, interesting, interesting. But with Eloise Mumford, she wowed us in The Baker's Son, and she went above and beyond in this movie, playing the daughter of Peter Gallagher, that relationship all the little things from the knocking on the door to the swapping with with Brett Dalton's character because, you know, J-Bug and, you know, whatever bug. They they had all these, like, inside stories as if they had been together forever. I love that they called him Uncle whatever the dad's name was and not just their first name. Sorry, those little things get to me because they really felt like this was a family that was just trying, it was so broken and was trying to be put back together. Miracles of Christmas has made me realize I am a sucker for a motherfucking like treacly movie because they've done it so well. They have been hitting it out of the ballpark week after week and this week is no different. Peter Gallagher, I cannot sing enough praises. Sandy Cohen, Nick from Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Come on, Jonathan from Center Stage. While we were sleeping with Sandra Bullock, like, I can't get over just how wonderful he is of an actor. And we get to cherish him in a Hallmark movie, and they did it so right. I am in love with this movie. This movie gave me, like, five-star Christmas vibes in that it's ensemble, and they make it work. This is how you make multiple plot lines work open by Christmas. What, what is the name of the movie? We totally didn't open by Christmas. This is how you make multiple plot lines work when you're invested in every character and you actually care about what they're going through. I am so in love with this. I've watched it a couple times on one next speed because it's really, really good. Yeah, you're right. We care about every single one. You know who I care about the most? <laughs> the waitress yes, and the me diner. Too, me too. She's <laughs> right? she, she gives like that to all the boys I've loved before. Had, had, a, uh, had a diner waitress that you kind of like <laughs> you you, you want to bring into the story and this was exactly what the waitress brought See, this means that every single part of this movie was so considered and well thought of you mean Norma? The authentic convert I think her name was oh Norma oh my god she has a name <laughs> Yeah, I think that was her name and her name tag no the authentic conversation mm-hmm. on the bed yes on this. right? Yes. right? they are so cute and and 
you know what? How you know how they can sometimes like overdo the 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 girl who loves to decorate. <laughs> You know, with with Christmas, but but Eloise Mumford, she's so charming, and I love that they're like next to each other in the inn. It's just so cute, and it it brings that that levity because we do get quite a heavier storyline with the dad. Oh, yeah. So, I I just I love the balance and the counterpoints and all of that. And Norma, and Norma, Claire has done it again. I cannot wait to see what else this director brings because honestly, she is hit after hit after hit. And I know that such pressure on her. She's allowed a pass of a bad movie, but I know she won't because she's delivered it. I adored Christmas Bowl last year. And I adore this movie this year. You, Chinga, you mentioned this felt like pumpkin pie wars with the dads gone right. And it is. Yeah! It is. Oh my God. Sorry, we can't stop. Obviously, we're on a high. And you guys, if you have time this week, please consider watching both movies. My Christmas Family 3 and One December Night. You will not regret it. You get the lightness and fun. And you get the slightly heavier but still fun music. Gorgeousness. Peter Gallagher. Come on, guys. You can't miss it. This is the real Hallmark Christmas that we've been waiting for. Finally, it's here we've made it. May this be the plot twist we've been waiting for all season. And when we're back, you guys will never forget. Merry kill. And we're back with <laughs> Merry Kill. Who are we killing this week? Patty, maybe we're killing the same person. Oh my god. Mm. Shingai, I'm doing a double homicide. So am I. On the leading... <laughs> on the leading lady in Holiday in Harlem. I'm so sorry. And double murder with... Oh my god. I'm sorry. I did it. I'm sorry. No, you're I not sorry. It. What are the chances that we both do double homicides on the same people? Right? <gasps> it's meant to be. <laughs> we're too... There too, it, it's like, yeah, yeah, murder made in heaven. Sorry, Zaddy, you're gone. Sorry, Zaddy. You know what? But also, sorry, you're gone. We're over you. Sorry, we're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Let's move on yeah, to, the, to the fucks. <laughs> who are we? Who are we fucking this Okay, week? I wonder. I wonder who you're fucking. So I usually marry this guy, but this week, I just want to have some fun with him. Because Andrew Walker was too good to be true in this movie. He deserves to be with Amy T. Garden. Or with Chingari if she chooses him. But this week, I just want to fuck him. Especially, you know, I want to fuck him. I want to fuck him in that mm-hmm. car that he picks her up mm-hmm. in, in the airport. When he's so charming. And I'm like, just get in the backseat. Let's go. This guy. This guy. Adam motherfucking Walker. Forever. Fuck. Yes. I, I kind of cheated and did. I wrote two names for both my, for yeah. both my fuck and my Mary. And, and so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go pick the other one since you chose Andrew Walker. No, no, no. I'm gonna go for Brett Dalton because you know what, he, he he's a good guy, and I think um, he he just needs to relax a little bit because he's been taking care of his dad <laughs> for so long, and he just needs to you know blow off some steam. So I'm gonna help with that. He's my fuck, Brett Dalton. You should. I, you should help him with that. We did get to mention the chemistry between the dad children. Amazing. It's like they were really the dads mm-hmm. and the kids. So good. Brett Dalton is quite sexy. He is. Actually. So, you know what? 
backstage, go fuck that dude. He needs yeah, to be Yeah, I stressed. think so too. All right. Chingai. It's time for our Marys. So I'm just going to go ahead because like I, I switched. I, I left these guys uh, to the last minute. So I'm just going to go ahead and marry Andrew Walker. I'm claiming it. Andrew Walker, <laughs> 2021. You are mine. Guys, I've always had a thing for an older man. Mm-hmm. Peter Gallagher, 2021. <laughs> I'm marrying you. I fully support he, this. <sighs> he was so charming. When he went in after being a recluse and did that little photo shoot with his partner, and they just killed it chemistry-wise, I'm like, I want that every day. That, like, a little bit, you know, difficult, a little bit frustration. I'll be a stepmom to someone older than, or maybe we're the same. You can have, like, a candy, ca- ca- candy cane fight with him. <laughs> He's so cute. He really is. Peter Gallagher has been so cute, and he is aging like a fucking fine wine. And if Jane Fonda, if he's good enough for Jane Fonda, he is good enough for me. <laughs> yes, I will marry you, Peter Gallagher. Will you marry me? Uh, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> it is always so fun to do Fuck, Mary Kill, even on bad weeks. And this week was an especially good week, so we're so excited to do it. And we're so excited to have you guys here with us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you guys want to reach us on social, please... Hit us up on Twitter at Make It Hallmark and on Instagram at But Make It Hallmark. Like, subscribe, share this with friends. We have a couple more weeks to go, guys. We have a longer battle ahead of us, and we'd love it if you came along with it. So we'll hope to hear from you then. Thank you, Thanks, Daddy. Can't wait for the next. See you guys next week. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.